to the long-awaited by nobody fourth episode of uh, Tipping Sacred Cows. I'm Dave. This is Pob Lecter. Um, as you may be aware, I, I've been waiting at least five weeks to talk about the Avengers. So what's another couple minutes? <laughs> is there an interlude? <laughs> <laughs> Um, since it's been a while, what the hell, let's, um, let's do That's Retarded. All right. Okay, well, that was a, you know, this is a segment we haven't done in, uh, since episode two. We didn't do any segments last time, so I wanted to at least get get something <clears throat> back into, a, you know, just to remind us what the what this show is, you know, retarded. So, and I'd, I'd seen this probably about a week before I saw The Avengers, but, um, it's a story in a, from a Destrehan, uh, Louisiana, a suburb of New Orleans. 24-year-old man died Sunday night when authorities say he stopped breathing while wrestling with a young cousin on the floor. Stephen Arsenault uh, was pronounced dead at 1039, autopsy being performed, whatever, a couple days later. Um, according to Sheriff Greg Champagne, Arsenault had gathered with friends at a home to watch the pay-per-view event WrestleMania 28 on television when he and a 14-year-old cousin began to wrestle on an inflated mattress on the floor. <laughs> See, so apparently nothing does, nothing good does come from pro- watching professional wrestling. No. I don't know why they thought it was a good idea to do this on an inflatable mattress. Well, you you would think that's where the the idiocy would peak. But go on. <laughs> the fourteen year old cousin began to wrestle on an inflated mattress on the floor. Oh right, I just read that. The juvenile, who was five foot six feet. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Did, He's did a, somebody in Louisiana right there. There's two people. They, there's a five five foot guy and then a six foot tall guy on top of him. Five foot even. And then they were yeah they were. I'm, I'm saying because I can't read. Okay. <laughs> they were wearing an overcoat, and nobody knew it was two people. They didn't know there was wrestling going on. <laughs> The juvenile, who is five foot six, we'll just say that, okay. and weighs 110 pounds, placed his arm around the neck of Arsenault, who was five foot ten, and weighed 220 pounds. For those scoring at home, that's he's got four inches and double the weight. He is twice the man that he was wrestling. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, the bigger guy, you know, he's he's in this hold 
known as the rear naked chokehold for 30 to 40 seconds. So nothing rear and naked should be going on between cousins anyway. Let alone male cousins. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's what makes it weird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you know, give the guy credit. Because witnesses reported that Arsenault said he would not give up or tap out. To hit, how well, did he, I say how old this guy was? He was twenty four. On top of it, yeah. And and this kid who's ten years younger than him. Well, I'm not going to make myself look bad while watching, you know, WrestleMania against against my little cousin. I will refuse to tap out. Well, after probably about I don't know, maybe five seconds of a properly placed rear naked choke uh that's enough to knock you out so he was not going to submit after that point (laughs) he was just done that long would be enough to probably cause some brain damage well apparently there were no referees on hand (laughs) or it's anyone with half a brain maybe they Um, all had fallen victim to the rear naked choke at some point At some point, someone noticed that Arsenault was turning blue and told the youngster to release the hold. When he did, witnesses realized that Arsenault had stopped breathing and dialed 911. Uh, Arsenault's girlfriend tried to revive him with CPR. He was transported to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. Champagne, or champagne, not really sure. Everybody's French there. Yeah. Uh, said the investigation is continuing. No arrests have been made. It's bizarre, said Sheriff's Office spokesman Captain Pat Yoz. We're still investigating it, but when you have violent horseplay like that, it just goes to show you that anything can happen. I love that they... All this investigation seems pretty easy, though, doesn't it? Like, idiots doing things they shouldn't be doing. It does sound pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Not what... I mean... I'm not sure if this is even as retarded as the past that's retarded. I mean, this is just... The other stuff was almost just insanity. This, this, I think, is the core core of retarded. We're talking about the guy with the lightsaber, right? The plastic lightsaber. Well, the lightsaber, and then uh, Steve and I discussed the woman who... The fat woman who stepped on the car (laughs) and broke the windshield. (laughs) Like that sounds like escape, escape lunatic stuff. Yeah. Oh, and the and the 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 two uh, sisters who made the dude drink the piss and told him that they were gonna fuck him, but instead just put his shoe in the in the bathtub or something. And and how did you not hear this? No. Is that in the second half? <laughs> you know, because I broke it up. I don't know. Well, anyway, I don't. I was that. there, so well, not not there in that motel room where this happened. <laughs> this is for my segment. <laughs> oh yeah, go ahead and keep torturing this guy. Uh, I'll be over here. Yeah, drink the piss. Don't worry, it'll be good. My favorite is that he thought it was that they told him it was lemonade, and after they've already been torturing him for a while and bullshitting him, he's like, "Oh, cool." Thank. Man, maybe I'm going to get a maybe maybe they were just kidding around and this is a peace offering. Okay, it's warm and these chicks have 
I don't know. Go back to episode two if you want to listen to it. <laughs> not going to rehash. All right. Not going to re- recap any you know, previous episodes just because people are too lazy to go listen to them. Um, so, which brings us to the Avengers. Been, you know, saw it five or six weeks ago originally. I had to hold my fucking tongue because wasn't allowed to, or didn't want to ruin it for anybody. So, spoiler alert, I'm going to say, probably going to mention everything. I mean, you'd have to be one of the two people who hasn't seen it to really, to have anything spoiled for you, because $200 million opening weekend never happened before, and uh, where have you been? Yeah. So, as you know, I a uh, huge fan uh, of Joss Whedon. Pretty much, like, if you would have told me five years ago, oh, they're going to make an Avengers movie, I wouldn't have given two shits. Like, oh, great. Iron Man, drunk in a, drunk in a, you know, in a metal suit. Thor, uh, all, I can, all I ever thought of was Vincent D'Onofrio. And adventures in babysitting. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I always thought the Hulk was lame. Yeah, he never had proper execution. Hawkeye was a he. He was the same as Green Arrow without any of the. I don't know. Without the cause, he was just sort of there. Um, and Black Widow, I didn't even. I wouldn't even have thought of. No, I wouldn't even have meant, thought of her so much as a film Avenger. Thought they're gonna do it like the the Scarlet Witch or that stupid Wasp. Yeah, who by the way sucks. Like I'm so I couldn't be happier. First of all, with the with the choices they eventually made to put in the Avengers, because apparently Wasp was a consideration. No, it would have just been annoying. Just like she is in the comics and cartoons and anything where the Wasp has ever actually shown up. Yeah. She's really just there to to fuck with Ant-Man's head. Yeah, that's what it seems like. He's just constantly distracted. Damn it, Jan! <laughs> yeah, that's really all she is, you know, whether it's to her husband or to any of her enemies is a distraction. It's like, hey, let me annoy you in the face. <laughs> All right, now somebody take advantage of this window. They, they, yeah, it's like they purposely, you know, use like you know her outfit where she turns small, so then she becomes even more annoying. Like they should have called her Nat, <laughs> because wasps can hurt you. Gnats, they're just flying around and annoying. Yeah. Ant Man, of course, will be in there at some point. As I understand, I heard about that. Yeah, I think that'll be that'll be interesting because he was he never seemed to be uh, really all that great because all he really does is change size and battles that he's had usually gets beat up anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. No matter what size he is, he's he's the same strength. Yeah, and also, um, so so growing bigger doesn't really help him that much. <laughs> 
There's a there's that animated Avengers where Hulk grabs him by the throat and chokes him, punches him in the knee, <laughs> uh, jumps on his abdomen and knocks the wind out of him. He's pretty much he just beats the shit out of him. And he's a genius. It's his best attribute. Yeah, he played none of that. Well, I'm saying they, I'm episode. sure they will. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of pivotal in a lot of the, what the the comics do. He's kind of it's kind of like if you look in in Marvel's sort of intelligence hierarchy, it's like Reed Richards, uh, Tony Stark. You know, Hank Pym is third, probably. I did like that in the movie they actually uh, used Banner as a scientist to actually do something with his mind. Yeah, in case you forgot, uh, Bruce Banner, not just a big green thing. He, yeah, don't really know. Because the history of that character is so much with the, with just Hulk, you don't really get the appreciation for what, uh, what he was as a scientist. Now, granted, oh, so yeah. What I was saying about the, uh, you know, not caring about the Avengers in general beforehand was stuff like that. Like, I didn't see the Eric Bana Hulk because I don't care. I never liked the Hulk. I always thought it was stupid. Even even Ferrigno, especially Ferrigno. It was just stupid. He's just a big green dude who rips his pants. <laughs> that sounds like a bad party trick. Like, I like, <laughs> like I'm big. Yeah, I, oh, I'm angry. Now I'm green. There's no depth. And, you know, Iron, like I said, Iron Man, just a drunk. I just didn't really feel like there was a lot to do there. But, thankfully... What the comics have done in recent years is given these people more dimensions. Yeah. Uh, like, like the the best, some of the best comic stuff to for Iron Man ever has been in the last five years, where one of uh, five or six years, because the next Iron Man is is almost entirely based on uh, the extremist storyline by Warren Ellis, who is fucking awesome. Like British dude comes in and fixes all the, all the uh, not all, but he's he's one of the few. Like you read read comics nowadays, a lot of them are just, um, I don't know if that got recorded now because my that went to screensaver. I guess it did. Um, but uh, the the biggest writers in comics are. Or, or at least over the last 10 years probably would be, you know, for either company. I won't even bother saying their names. I think anybody who reads them knows what they are. But it's a lot of, it's a lot of big splash pages, not a lot of story. But guys like Warren Ellis, British. So like Alan Moore and those guys, like the art is sort of, it's there. But it's really more about cramming as much story in, in as possible. So you, so this entire extremist thing is he's got, um, like he figures out like the nanotech shit where now, it, much a lot of his suit is in his body and he can just sort of call it forth. So that's kind of what the next one's about. So I mean, 
and the and even when the first Iron Man was about to come out, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. Before the Avengers hype, Iron Man, I thought the coolest thing about Iron Man was the song. Not even anything having to do with the comic. Yeah, as you say, it's, <laughs> it's Black Sabbath song. Yeah, it's not like Geezer Butler was writing the lyrics while while reading Stan Lee. Go, no, he was he was reading uh, occult books at the yeah. time. So, but uh, yeah. So what, I mean, when I didn't give a damn, I was like, oh well, who's gonna write and direct this or where? Oh, the Swingers guy. Not, not even Vince Vaughn. Well, not like I think he could direct anything. But, uh, <laughs> like, John Favreau, what's he done? Yeah. Elf was his biggest movie before that. Like, at least as far as scale. Mm-hmm. And as my Will Ferrell ban was in place even then, I, uh, you know, obviously I did not watch that. And didn't want to. No matter how much I enjoyed Iron Man. Never gonna watch fucking Elf. Well, they're not the same at all, so don't bother. <laughs> but even then, thinking to myself, like, well, I sort of like John Favreau, but how the hell could he make a good Iron Man? And then all they had to say was, "Oh yeah, we we have Robert Downey Jr." Oh, all right, you got me. Yep, that that was pretty much it. Like, Iron Man's stupid, drunken, elf guy. Fuck that. Robert Downey Jr. Okay. I think uh, when I heard that Robert Downey Jr. was going to do it, I was like, well, who better to play somebody that is a drunk? You know, he's, he's got life experience with, you know, drugs and alcohol. So Yeah, a guy <laughs> you know, fighting his own demons. And... and then the Hulk, again, big green guy ripping his pants. Uh, who cares? But then they said... We got Edward Ed Norton. I'm like, oh, I still didn't see it. I still have not watched it all. Watched the whole thing or watched it at all? I've watched bits and pieces. I do. I've not seen the whole thing. Not in, in not in one sitting. Not combined. Yeah, Edward Norton didn't really contribute much to the character. I mean, there's just the material just wasn't there for him. So, I mean, it was just throwing a good actor into a subpar storyline. Which is most of what Edward Norton does nowadays. Yep. <laughs> In fact, shit. 25th Hour? Was that the last time he did anything sort of good? It's been a while. When did that come out? Ten years ago? Yeah. <laughs> just throwing it out there. I can't really think of anything more recent than that. But, yeah, and I like Tim Roth, too. Yeah, I do, too. And that, I mean, both of them didn't really matter as, as actors in that movie. But that's the thing. That, that, that's a character doesn't deserve his own movie. The Hulk? Yeah. Okay. Secondary character. Because you have the pressure of, of half screen time being Hulk, half Banner. So where's your so where's your development? Yeah, so because you're not getting any character development during Hulk sequences. Yeah, it, during Hulk sequences, it really just turns into, you know, the Hulk is the Hulk. So what badass can even attempt to take down the Hulk? So you have to have something ridiculous 
for him to face. And uh, so, yeah, when he is the Hulk, that's what it turns into, just a huge tantrum. Yeah, sadly, the best Hulk fights in history are all against other heroes. Yeah. Because he flips out and they're like, fuck this, we got to stop this fool. So it's usually like him. Well, that's what they did in the movie, too. In, in Avengers, like, that, what's the best Hulk, Hulk fighting thing? Him and Thor. Mm-hmm. Because and that's the best shit in any of the comics too. Because it, it, nobody ever wins; it just fight. It just fights a standstill. They both just beat the shit out of each other until they just get sick of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> well, enough. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then, uh, who's Captain America? Well, well, I go to Hawkeye first. Again, character does not deserve his own movie. By the same token, it's really shortchanged in Avengers. Yeah. Oh, here I am. I've been here two minutes. Oh, I've been turned evil. Yeah. There was the first official spoiler, folks. (laughs) He's possessed almost immediately, yeah. And gets to do nearly nothing after that. So... Yeah, he didn't deserve his own movie. And even and even his cameo sucks. Where did I forgot where I read this. Somebody had described his cameo in Thor as pivotal. Like to what? Yeah. He did he it, didn't even fire the fucking arrow. No. Did he even did he even pull out a bow? He did. Okay. Cause, yeah, cuz he he had it aimed at Thor. Spoiler from a year ago. Okay. Yeah. In case uh, you somehow haven't seen Thor by now. I saw it. I was actually surprised that I enjoyed Thor. But but that whole time, I was like, is this guy supposed to be Hawkeye? I mean, he's getting a lot of screen time. And You didn't realize that was Hawkeye? Well, I thought it it probably was, but I'm like, would they... It, just like you said, he was shortchanged. Well, that was in this movie. But, but, no, in, but Thor, in, both. in Thor, it was like, he didn't do anything that would really lead you to believe that, hey, this guy's going to be a major player, he's Hawkeye. He, he had... Um, a decent amount of screen time, but he didn't do anything. Well, didn't they also refer to him as Agent Barton? And if you're not, if you don't know, his name is Clint Barton. Well, you know now. Yeah. But they do mention that. I believe they said get, I think they said get Agent Barton or something. He's just up there. They probably did. I probably just wasn't paying attention. And it was just completely point. uninteresting. Like, okay, yeah. I'm in my little crane mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to aim. Like, And then just like, you know, Agent Coulson's like, hey, shoot that asshole. Like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, he, like I said, I was like, is that supposed to be Hawkeye? I mean, I, I was pretty sure it was Hawkeye, but I was like, if, if that's all they got, why they bother? Just to introduce him. You got Iron Man 2, Black Widow gets a pretty sizable thing, and you, and you get to see, you know, her... The, the whole point of them planting her as being to get close to Stark and, and and that she's you know with with Shield you get sort of a little arc for her there mm-hmm. and not nearly enough cleavage yeah um so so she doesn't get I mean she has Black Widow I think it it would have been hard to to give her her own movie beforehand I think you can do it now. Probably, because at least people know who she is and what she is capable of. And she's got a really interesting backstory, because she was an orphan and 
trained in ballet, uh, but also uh, that was just sort of a means to an end because she was just trained to be a killer. Mm-hmm. So I mean, wouldn't necessarily have to have Scarlett Johansson. You could have a you know a younger whatever, and you just show the sort of evolution. It'd be kind of an interesting story. Thor, yeah, again, went in with pretty low expectations. But I sort of was thinking to myself, uh, Anthony Hopkins, but uh, Anthony Hopkins would take shit, a shitty movie, because what was that movie? Uh, right, the right, yeah, yeah, that looked like horseshit. I don't know anyone that saw it, because it did look like horseshit. But um, yeah, I mean, he's a classic actor, and and of all people, Mister Shakespeare. Or Mr. Di- you know, directing uh, literature to to film. Kenneth Branagh is the is the director. He's never done anything like that. It's all about much ado about nothing. I mean, he did. I think Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, the De Niro thing, was the closest thing he ever directed to something. I never saw like, that. I don't. I didn't either. What <laughs> do I care? I didn't even read Frankenstein. I always thought, yeah, Frankenstein was lame. It's very Hulk-like. Yeah. So, again, mindless thing. I never thought zombie movies were cool growing up because they're just mindless idiots. Not even idiots. They're just nothing. But it took, you know, it's all... The interesting part of those movies comes from the, you know, how does that reflect upon the humans and, you know, the, and the social commentaries that you can... That you can throw in there. Um, not talking about zombies per se. Uh, but uh, yeah, Thor. I'm thinking Anthony Hopkins, good actor. Dude from The Wire, Idris Elba, who I think I had seen Luther. I don't think I saw that for a couple months later, but I really loved that show and I thought, wow, that guy's awesome. Um, also, Natalie Portman. I mean, she hadn't won the Oscar yet, but like, I'd like. And she did the Star Wars prequels, but she was a lot younger and maybe more naive, so she wouldn't have known how shitty they were going to be. <laughs> but she also did that Ashton Kutcher movie, so after all that. Which one? No Balls Attached. No. Yeah, I didn't see that either. Oh, that was actually... It, was, it had Ashton Kutcher, so... <laughs> exactly, exactly. Why would you want to see that? But it's kind of... I mean, went in, yeah, pretty pretty low expectations. Because, yeah, it's Thor. You don't think there's much personality there. It's just this. And they, I, I love that they made him start out as just a complete douche. That, that Loki. Thought he was hot shit. Yeah, that, and then Loki just sort of like, you know, he just manipulates him. You're like, he's so stupid. <laughs> And then it's just this awesome juxtaposition of not just to send him, you know, they could have sent him to like New York or something. Um, but instead you come from Asgard to this little shitty town in New Mexico. So not, so not only does he go from, go, you know, go from this huge majestic world, but he doesn't even get to see sort of the, I guess the, architectural and uh culture yeah cultural uh potential of what you know 
Earth can have, like Tokyo or some shit. Nope, gonna send you to this little dinky town in New Mexico. So, and then the fact that, you know, they just completely wipe it out is therefore that all the more awesome. Because, yeah, while Avengers had, oh, it's New York, they're tearing up New York, they tear up New York all the time. Yeah. Kind of sick of seeing it. And a lot of that takes place in New Mexico. Like or the beginning parts, like a lot of the the stuff with the base and what. Um, but yeah, you kind of have to have the big fight in Manhattan. Which don't get me wrong, go ahead, destroy Manhattan. I don't care, but let it be destroyed. I don't want to see this in the next Avengers. Like we rebuilt it. God damn it! They did this. <laughs> ag- <laughs> Started over at zero. Why don't we just leave this? Um, so yeah. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> hey, we saved the world. You broke. <laughs> you fucking busted up my apartment again. I think Iron Man had the same sort of battle plans in his in his suit, like just it's the same escape routes and everything. Like, I'm bringing him to you guys. Not again. Fuck. <laughs> You guys love it. Yeah, because if I'm living there, seeing the Avengers doesn't make me feel any safer. With regard to what? Anything. As like, a... like if, I, if there's a reason that like the Avengers or the Fantastic Four or some shit are outside my window, <laughs> it's not for anything good. They're doing... I mean, Spider-Man maybe. Cause he, he's just flying around. But the Fantastic Four doesn't put on their put on their uniforms and walk around for you know photo shoots. If if I'm seeing the thing climbing a building across the street, I know there's a, there's not a good reason for that. Or, yeah, Hulk is you know flipping cars down there. I don't care what the reason is. I don't. There may not be an enemy. He may just be flipping out and wanting to flip cars. I never thought about it that way, but yeah, that's true. Hey, if you see them, there's probably some shit going down that you don't want to be around. I mean, yeah, and 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 that goes goes the same for all the all the teams. Like, although I think some for some reason, if I saw Batman, I'd be like awesome. <laughs> but uh, because he's not going to tear shit up. At least not intentionally. But I mean, he's not super strong. Oh yeah, he's yeah. not just. I mean, he's not gonna. He's not gonna break shit. I don't know. With the with the with the next movie trailer, they had him evading missiles. So, not his fault though. That's true. It's not his fault. He doesn't provoke these fights. And it's like Daredevil too. Daredevil doesn't have any any artillery. He's got his. He's got his. Uh, Holy crap. This guy's baton. That's it. Somebody's shooting at him. He's running. He, he's just flipping and whatever out of the <laughs> way because he's awesome like that. But, yeah, it's not like – it's not – he doesn't have like a – any sort of uh, – he doesn't have a flying thing that shoots missiles or – like Batman, Batman doesn't like guns, but he does have missiles. Because you know, he needs to blow crap up just to get through. So, I mean, if I just see Batman by himself, all right. If I see the Batwing, 
I'm feeling a little iffy. <laughs> Daredevil's outside my window. I'm going to wonder why. Like, did I, I, I got to stop whatever I'm doing in case it's really embarrassing because I'll hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you watched the Golden Girls. Ah, fuck. Daredevil got me again. <laughs> Just came, just stopping by to raz you. <laughs> Wolverine, you wouldn't know he was walking around unless the claws are out. So, bad news. Yeah. Cyclops. If, if sunglasses, okay. Visor, bad. Storm, walking down the street, cool. Flying in the sky, bad. Yeah. Unless we're having a drought and she just needs to get some rain down for us. I wonder if she ever does that kind of shit. I was just thinking that too. She is from Africa, so they could use that. <laughs> and now she's sort of royalty there. So I'm sure, you know, Black Panther's like, fuck, it's dry as hell down here. Very well, T'Challa, asshole. <laughs> you whiny bitch. You're going to rub my feet after this. Whatever humiliating thing she could get him to do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, basically, any any of the Superman flying... Yeah, you know, everybody's always cheering when Superman flies by. But you know some shit's getting busted up. Well, Superman has done public appearances... But I gotta wonder, is he going to fight somebody and are they gonna, is it gonna hurt my property value? Yeah. Is or, he, or my property Is period. somebody going to attack him? <laughs> yeah. Because it will inevitably happen. And the stronger the fucking. Uh, shit, the doomsday fight just um, wrecked half of Metropolis. They couldn't have taken that out into a field somewhere? Like they should have designated areas for these mega drag outs. So they need like a wartime treaty? Just somewhere to go. Just a, a designated battlefield. I'm calling you out. Fortress of Solitude. Perfect. Yeah. They always go there. The villains always go there when he's not there. Chicken shit. Exactly. It's like robbing somebody when they're not home. I mean, you don't want to rob them when they are home. Yeah, it's not, not the best. But uh, but exactly. Why the hell? What are you really getting from the Fortress of Solitude? Cold. And Lex Luthor goes there in the first movie. And he's like, oh, I learned about these crystals. Who cares? No, there's really nothing there for anybody but Superman. And what he gets out of that is loneliness. Oh, well, and he, get, and he gets the connection to his family and whatever. He Skypes. He's Skyping with his dead parents. <laughs> he has a seance. And so why the hell, if you're going to attack the dude, just do it there. Bring the whole fucking thing down on him. It's a whole thing built of crystals and if shit. If nothing else, you destroy his home and at least, you know, make his day shitty. Yeah, you know that's his refuge. Bust it up. <laughs> Not so 
solitude now. <laughs> yeah. Or bring a tour group. Just annoy the piss out of him. Like, I don't oh, know. this is your Fortress of Solitude. But we found as many fuckers as possible to bring here. That would be... That would take some doing, though, because how many people want to visit an ice cap? But you tell them this is where Superman goes. If Yeah, but, it, I mean, if it were me, I hate the cold. You know, if it's below 70. Okay, but <laughs> there are all sorts of people who go to all sorts of retarded events that you would never want to go to. Like a polar plunge? In, 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 in droves. And even people who are sort of on the fence, like, or, like... Well, I sort of always wanted to go to Alaska, but... I guess out of 7 billion people, you could find enough people to annoy him. I'm I'm not even saying you have to get that. I mean, like 100. Yeah, it, it's like, take, I mean. take the Alcatraz ferry. Who cares? <laughs> Just like, That's all you need. Like it, it, Enough people so it's not... Yeah, you are no longer in solitude. You are now in company. What you think about that? Hey, check it out. This guy's taking pictures of your dead ma. I think he might just use his laser vision to melt the camera. But then, you know, people are <laughs> like, where's the bathroom? Uh, is there a concession stand? Just the constant, <laughs> constant <laughs> questions. I'm just trying to watch TV. Let me open this up to, and you bring a PA system. So every, so, so everybody can ask their questions to him. He's not going to beat up a bunch of civilians. He might just fly them out. But if you annoy the piss out of him, <laughs> like you make it known that this people will eventually just go there on their own. Yeah. Hey, there's no admission. Show up at show up at Superman's doorstep. Superman's address has been made public. Yeah. When Daredevil gets outed and the press, oh shit, the press is hounding his ass forever. That's a lot easier to get to, though. But at the same time, also with the super hearing. So that's really fucking annoying. Get enough, get enough. To and that, and that's like, and we're talking 20 to 30. Like, press people out in front of this place. You bring 100 people to Superman. First of all, all you gotta do is, you know, you just stand among them. Like, you can just see, can't you just see, like, a, you know, Metallo? No, I can't really see Mattel get along, getting along with that many people, even for a minute. <laughs> I think Luther could, at least the Gene Hackman Luther, who was really more of a used car salesman than anything. That was great. <laughs> That's a Luther I grew up with. But at the same time, people gave shit to Kevin Spacey for his jobs, Lex Luther. I'm like, what the hell? He was a wait. He was the better embodiment of what lex luther is yeah well i think uh, a lot of people probably felt the same way i did like that's gene hackman is the luther that you know if you don't it's you know, two schools but it's two schools of thought like i'm i'm or but i didn't i never really felt like lex luther was much of a threat i guess yeah. is the issue well you also have the smallville luther crowd Ugh, fuck those guys exactly so I thought Kevin Spacey did a decent job as Luther. I mean, he he captured the essence of Luther. He made that movie. And I'm sorry that people, you know, I don't even... You know what it is? It's the kid. What about him? You take the kid out. Oh, his child. Okay. Different story. 
I bet I bet we're not doing another reboot of Superman. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to bet they continued from there. Ditch the kid, better response. That should be, folks. That those are the wise words for the day. Skip the kids. Things are better. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Ugh. He has twice the fun. Ah, <laughs> uh, did we get to? Well, we talked a little bit about Thor. Just an overall impressive cast of Thor. And even that Australian dude didn't make me think. Uh, oh, he didn't. He didn't underwhelm me. He did, a, you know, as good a job as somebody playing Thor would have done. I think. I think. I think he did a better job in Avengers. Well, he was. I think he had a different character to play. He had less to do. He had less to do, but he also had a different mindset. You know, like you said in in the original Thor, when uh, he came out, he was. A, a big douche and was very arrogant and you know pretty much just thought he was hot shit tossed people aside and his mind changed after his whole adventure there yeah so. he, he evolved <laughs> yeah he so he's already sort of fully evolved in avengers mm-hmm. by the way uh i think who was the dude who was the last punisher ray stevenson yeah so he's the dude who's eating everything in thor eating everything he's he's the one of the the can you even see his face the androgynous three <laughs> what were they called <laughs> i think that's what they called them <laughs> the, the dude with the beard three. i know who you're talking about now i don't remember what they were called i only saw the movie one time and i'm not a big thor fan so well, well the only one of those characters i even knew who it was was lady sif and then it was just three other dudes. Um, I mean, I knew who Loki was. I know who Odin is, and I knew who the Frost Giants were, and uh, was not aware of the uh, Jane Foster character. Apparently, that was a real comic character. wasn't aware. Um, but yeah, I think Ray Stevenson must have some sort of dirt. On, on somebody at Marvel, and just keep plugging him into movies. Yeah, because he because he, he went for didn't he go from trying out for Jigsaw to becoming the the Punisher? Because he didn't he wasn't even going for that role. I I actually don't know about that, but I think I think he was okay as the Punisher. I think Jigsaw really threw that movie into the shitter. No, what happened is that the Punisher has shit for a rogues gallery. Yeah. The Punisher is somebody who should... Like, they should... The Avengers is a great idea for that. It gives people like Hawkeye and and Black Widow, who may not be able to carry their own movie, you know, some something to, you know, to be a part of it. Like, but just a part. Yeah. They should have kind of a more... I mean, there's not really... There's not really like a group of just sort of the not so super powered or the, the kind of the street level. Um, that's what they call them. The street level sort of 
sort of heroes like like spider-man or, or daredevil or luke cage or iron fist you know iron fist is just a badass like martial artist him and him and luke cage were just heroes for hire they're like we yeah we beat the shit out of people and fight crime uh for money <laughs> that's pretty awesome like they should they should totally have their own movie one of one of them wouldn't work both of them yeah not strong enough to carry a movie on their own and that's the same thing with the punisher and it's not the fault of the punisher himself the character it's that he's never had a good villain all of his best his best villains other people's say i mean you can say the same thing well daredevil has his own but the kingpin was spider-man's mm-hmm. but it was just kind of like oh shit what, what Daredevil and the Kingpin were doing was so much more badass that he just sort of became Daredevil's <laughs> uh, uh, villain. And the Kingpin's so awesome that that was the Punisher's best rivalry. And that Wolverine, for some reason. Like, if, like if you're going to... it would oh, be wait, wait, the Punisher and Wolverine. Yeah. Okay, I thought you meant Wolverine and the Kingpin. I'm no, like, that'd, be, that'd be fucked. <laughs> That would be pretty awesome. I just want to see the kingpin fight everybody. I guess you wouldn't think much. Just a big lard. Nope. Kind of like the. Ball. Well, he was. He was just a big lard when it was when he was with Spider Man. What's What's really kind of awesome is that. Again, comics. I'm sorry if I'm boring you people with the comics. What the fuck did you think this was going to be? We we're talking about the Avengers. Um. There's a, I think it's the first, the first issue that Frank Miller wrote of Daredevil or something like that, where he, he decided that he was going to take, take the, take the kingpin. He was, he was going to make him the de facto arch nemesis of Daredevil. He took how, was it Steve Ditko, who, who used to draw him, he, he, the entire issue he was drawing, I mean, he was writing and drawing Daredevil at this point. Was it him or was it Ramita? I can't remember. But one of the, they're, they're drawing him and toward, like the the whole comic he's been drawn like, like the older drawings, sort of you know, fleshy and blobby. And in the last, like, three panels... Like he turns away and he comes back and now he's like he he looks like more of a hard ass. Like in that moment, that character became a new a new character, and it's all I think it's during like a training sequence where he's just beating the shit out of ten guys. I mean, right off the bat, you're like the fuck the kingpin's beating people's ass. I thought he was just a dude who sat behind a desk and ordered people's you know deaths. Like no, decided this dude's actually going to be martial arts trained and a badass. So, which makes him way more interesting. Yeah, smart, ruthless, and can fucking beat beat some ass. But sometimes just prefers to hire other people to do his dirty work because, well, he's got a because he can. And he's got yeah, he's got a he's got a big business he needs to protect. He can't always be out there fighting everybody. That's why I mean, so that, that's why when he, you know he hires Bullseye to go kill Daredevil, he'll hire Bullseye to go kill the Punisher. To I mean daredevil and the punisher themselves fight that's the beauty of the punisher 
the Punisher should just show up in every Marvel movie almost just to attempt to just so, to piss people off because nobody likes him on either side. You're killing people, you asshole. I know. You guys aren't doing it. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Throw him on that fucking raft and, and Rikers? I'm saving. I am protecting the prison population. You know, like how Bob Barker is trying to keep constant the pet population. <laughs> Just a little more extreme. And, uh,. I completely lost my track of train thing. Yeah, so he's he's out there just, you know, he's a wild card, wild card. <laughs> yeah, in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, so I mean, they can make, they can reboot it ten more times if they want. It's never gonna really work. Yeah, I have to agree with that. And I'm a fan of the Punisher. <laughs> you can be a fan of the character. There's great stories in the comics where he's done some cool shit. And maybe you, he's he's a this is how I feel about Daredevil too. And it, and for completely different reasons, but I think it's be, but I think in a way it's sort of similar because neither one Daredevil, Daredevil has the super he, hearing and whatever, but he's also fucking blind and he doesn't have super strength. He's just really well trained. Um, and because the world he's in, like the Punisher is just really dark and gritty and grimy. I feel like those are television characters. I feel like the, like, while who was I, I was just talking to somebody about how I hate television that is, uh, just all standalone episodes. It's the reason I don't like sitcoms because there's no, because there's no story progression or, um, to bring back Joss Whedon for a moment, they told the season four of Angel was one long arc. There were there was like half of episodes occasionally that were like, oh, here's our freak of the week thing. But for the most part, you missed five minutes of an episode. You were fucked for the season. And when season five came back, it was about to start. They're like, look, assholes. You have to give, put some standalone episodes in there because otherwise we're going to cancel you. And they canceled them anyway. When And it seemed like most of the episodes were standalone episodes. Puppet episode, good. Fine. Um, but it was like an incident. Yeah, I mean, some of, some of them were just sort of... Were, I mean, they're sort of cool, isolated episodes, but I could do without them because it, it wasn't taking me anywhere. Yeah. Okay, that was great. Now what? We could have gone on not ever having these. Yeah, you know, I think uh, after... I mean, you know, I avoided Angel for a long time because I was just... I didn't like Buffy, and that was a Buffy character. Uh, but, you know, I started watching it, and I was like, hey, it's actually interesting. And uh, I think probably the story is what got me interested in it. Because if it was all standalone episodes, I probably just would have been like, all right, that was an okay episode, but... The character isn't developing. It's not really... You don't learn anything about him. Nothing changes about him. There's nothing really to grab you about him, like wondering what's going to happen next. But, uh, but yeah, the the story did, did kind of pull me in. And, um, I mean, I can actually tolerate Buffy now. I don't really like Buffy, but I can tolerate Buffy. And just because of story? 
I think it's more the character, Buffy. I mean, I, I just don't relate well to young white females. <laughs> Again, but she's, I mean, she's the only character. To to me, I watch, I go back and I watch that show, and and it's. Uh, I mean, just just thinking about the Whedon shows, like there weren't. I mean, it was they were. I guess they looked at this as, well, this is why we want you to do Avengers because all your shows big ensembles. Um, but what made it different was that Buffy was like, it was Buffy, and some other people. Mm-hmm. It was Angel, some other people. And so our Spike gets, you know, rises up the ladder a little bit and be, uh, kind of become. Took him a few seasons to, but people just, you know, begging for him to come back every time. So yeah, so but, they, but like you said, it was it was an ensemble. So all the characters developed in the storyline. But even then, but there was still this one central character. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I like Firefly was sort of different because. Yeah, you sort of knew that that Malcolm Reynolds is the main character, but, but in the short amount of time, everybody got a little bit. Like, and and if anything, that show was almost as much about River as it is about as it is about Mel. Well, the movie definitely is. No, but I mean, that's the big intrigue, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're kind of like, how did Mel become this big prick? Well, we figured that out in the first five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> But the big mystery is what the fuck happened to River, and so yeah, he's he's just the he's the vehicle that you follow to get to to that. So I mean, it's it's about knowing how to take all these. I mean, he didn't have to worry about larger than life, and I mean, he he's work he he did it sort of all where. In Buffy, he had Buffy and Willow, who was like you know super powered, and Spike and or, and or Angel, but but their shit, but their vampire stuff. So you could balance these, you know, super powered beings and throw in some other people. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, that's what the Avengers is. That's yeah. balancing, you know. I mean, hell, he he had you know three of the well, Thor apparently just fought everybody. But uh, he didn't. He didn't fight. He didn't fight Black Widow. No, <laughs> that wouldn't have been a fight. <laughs> Ping. <laughs> but yeah, did he? Did he fight with Hawkeye? Well, technically they were adversaries, so I don't know if they actually had a. Because no. that wouldn't have ended well for Hawkeye. <laughs> no, Hawkeye would have had a flat face, <laughs> <laughs> flat head. <laughs> He would have he would have hammered his head out his ass. <laughs> Take that, hawk ass. <laughs> uh, an unfortunate end to Hawkeye. But I guess the, I mean, which uh, the one character we haven't talked about, Captain America. Yep. There's a reason. He's. The I didn't really want to talk about him. As uninteresting a character as Thor and the Hulk seem to be on on the surface, Captain America is fucking. He is vanilla. He is. 
He's the original Avenger. He's all American and pretty uninteresting. But there was, I mean, and and I guess this is this was the thing that because I, I read interviews where Joss Whedon was talking about writing, and he's like, kind of the linchpin for all this has to be, you know, it, all, all, everything kind of has to work from captain america like he he almost wants you to see things not through his perspective but to understand like if he's wondering what the fuck is going on then he's the simplest character then (laughs) if this peon (laughs) sees that something's not quite right you got the rumo geniuses you got thor i mean he's an immortal so he's got to know something Black Widow, she's she's not stupid. She's I mean well trained, but she's also in on it. Yeah, she's sharp. She yeah. picks up details. Observant. Mm-hmm. She's analytical. And uh, but you know when Captain America's starting to question the old stars and stripes, oh, wait a second, gotta wonder. He is just a simple creature. <laughs> so it gave me sort of I mean while I know that they're gonna do Captain America two, Thor two, Iron Man three. I was like, do you really want to do Captain America 2? I fell well, asleep during uh, how, the first one. I was going to say, how, do, how will they do that? Is is he going to go up against Red Skull? Is Red Skull still around? I don't... Red Skull. I don't know that I remember the end. I don't know that um, I was awake during the end of Captain America. Well, you know, he went down. I think Red Skull went... Red, Red Skull doesn't... Nothing happens to him, right? Isn't he just he, sort of... He blows up in a building. But he's also got a big red fucking face. Yeah. So... I mean, he, he has... So is there anything that we can... Well, He has as much physical resilience, if not more, as Captain America. Uh, yes. He's... That's really awesome. Thank you for that text. Um, He, uh... I mean, he's in the comic world. He's still very much alive. Maybe not now. He did live. I mean, he was still his villain for quite a long time. And you've got, I mean, basically there's in Marvel universe, there's still other Nazis he can be fighting. And in a way, that's where I was like, I can sort of get behind Captain America. Yeah, he's a tool. But I mean, be it Indiana Jones, be it, uh, I don't know, who the hell else fought Nazis? Oh, hell, even just talking about Anne Frank, anything having to do with Nazis is sort of interesting. (laughs) But you know where they made the mistake? And I guess, and that's they had to introduce the Tesseract, spoiler. Does Does it help that I say spoiler after I say it? No, but you said spoiler at the beginning of the episode. I did, so. I did. You've been you've been warned. So yeah, they had to introduce the cube, and I guess you had to do it there. But then I'm supposed to believe now that yeah, I know we're talking about comic book movies. You know, belief is not necessary. I mean, something that's supposed to be suspended anyway. But come on, they're shooting, they're evaporating fuckers, and, and they lost? Yeah, because it was Captain America. Right, <laughs> right. 
and Bucky. Yeah, Bucky. <laughs> Worthless turd. But, uh, I mean, yeah, be it any story, even, even Valkyrie. And I don't want to root for Tom Cruise in anything. But fighting Hitler and whatnot? Yeah. Get behind that. I gotta say the dude that uh, did Hitler in Valkyrie was probably one of the best Hitlers I've ever seen. You know the dude who played Hitler in Inglorious Bastards only plays Hitler? He's been in like ten different movies as Hitler. He did that very well also. Well, he should. <laughs> if that's all he does. He's obviously found his <laughs> niche in the business. We need a Hitler. Oh, oh, me, me, me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to have to animate that so yeah. we can actually see what the hell you just did. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm thinking, well, at least I can get behind that Captain America's fighting Nazis. Then all of a sudden laser whatever shit's going on. And I'm like, oh, this is just it. He threw sci-fi elements into something that... Sh- this should have been the one movie where there weren't any. But Captain America is science fiction. Fine. <laughs> you take you take the super soldier thing. Yeah, I get it. They had genetic engineering then. We know that anyway. But what they didn't have was a blue cosmic cube that allowed... No, no you- alien technology. Yeah. Okay. And yes, it's a movie. I'm fine with that. But you're dealing with actual history. It's not, I mean, it's not like Thor where all that are, it's mythology. You can pretty much tailor that to your liking. Um, But I I don't, I don't like, I don't like alternate history sci-fi. So this was kind of stupid. And yeah, I don't think Chris Evans is good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> In fact, switch it. Make Jeremy Renner Captain America. Dude's got an Academy Award, or at least a nomination. Chris Evans was in crap. He is somebody. He's somebody who must have even more dirt on on Marvel than Ray Stevenson. Hey, I did such a bang-up job as the Human Torch in those Fantastic Four movies that sucked ass. I think they probably just put him in there because they think that women like him. Okay, well, how many people saw that movie with him and Dakota Fanning where they said sort of superpowers, but it was stupid? Oh, I did actually see that. Uh, I felt so asleep. you were one of those women. It was on Netflix. <laughs> so it's not like I went out of my way to watch it. You did. You pressed a couple of... Button, <laughs> I buttons. made the selection and hit play. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even remember the name of that movie. <laughs> I don't either. This is why I'm saying. And like I said, I fell asleep during it. So yeah, just as I see, this is all Chris Evans does is he puts people to sleep. And it was mostly uh, just a bunch of dudes using the force push. I think that's what it was called. Push. push. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Wow, n- never is a title been so well. Hobo with a shotgun pretty much said that. Said, said what it was. <laughs> Push. But, like pushing out a turd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, push. Like, think if you were constipated. <laughs> and it took you an hour and a half to push out one single turd. 
one single small unsatisfactory turd. <laughs> that is the feeling we want you to get watching this movie. <laughs> that you that you gritted your teeth sweating in a seated position also you should be exhausted uh, (laughs) uncomfortable pants around your ankles and slightly relieved that it's over (laughs) but with diminished results yeah and it was awkward the whole time yeah you also uh the the bathroom door was open (laughs) (laughs) and it was not really a bathroom it was just (laughs) you were sitting on a crate (laughs) in a public square (laughs) you were on somebody's soapbox (laughs) with no hole cut out (laughs) (laughs) splinters in your ass uh yeah so what's what's a so the general um the general feeling from avengers and i know everybody is like you're ridiculously obsessed with this now yes i'll uh, i don't know that five minutes goes by in the day that i don't think about the avengers wow i don't have a lot in my life and i haven't done one of these podcasts in six weeks so i haven't really had anything i i have to get it out outlet yeah and so I, you know, been thinking about little else but this in the, I can't say this is going to lessen that any, but you know, I, uh, I, I want, I wanted to talk about it cause it, it, cause for the first time in a really long time, I, I found myself in, in pure, I mean, there are a lot of just, you know, fanboy heaven moments i guess that you have like like dark knight is great and but i don't know do you it's it's a different kind of movie i acknowledge that it's a great movie on top of it you know but there's not not every moment is joy that you're watching it in the dark knight yeah oh definitely not it's actually there's a lot of uneasy feeling in that movie yeah which is part of what makes it great. But it, so I'm saying, I, lo- I, lo- I I've been good in the last couple of years about picking and choosing what movies I go to see because used to go all the time. Shit, remember we used to go see two movies a night. We just hopped hop theaters. Bad movies. Usually, that I would pick. You, usually both of them. Yeah, each of us would get a pick, and usually we were both wrong. <laughs> yep. Yours, I don't know. See, at least. For every mafia, <laughs> I at least would pick something like, like I still know what you did last summer. So at least we had something to look at. The story sucks. There's Mackay Pfeiffer again, <laughs> and once again, some a singer is in a movie that I never want to see. That I can't think of. I'm sure there's been a moment. I, I mean, I love David Bowie. Never want to see him act. It's always it's it's always labyrinth. I was going to say it was always it's always uncomfortable. <laughs> he is walking that, around in spandex. That, that's and that, makeup. That hardly makes me feel less comfortable or more hair. comfortable. Well, that was just the eighties for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, the makeup was more in the seventies. 
but the yeah millennium anyway but uh not uh, the avengers was the first i mean i I saw super eight that was that was really fun um starts on a really down note super eight yeah spoilers uh I don't remember you know, the happened. first thing the first thing you see is the the well oh, you don't okay. see the factory accident but yeah. right away somebody's dead and then you know it's somebody else's fucking fault and it's dude's mom or whatever and sad shit yeah and and it's it sort of I mean you sort of make the correlation you know you know who J J Abrams is mm-hmm. you know started with well Felicity so it's, but think about it. You can make the case that J.J. Abrams and Joss Whedon are like the same dude. I guess both yeah. both started started you know with TV shows that were female centric. Mm-hmm. Of course, Alias was also sort of female centric, but way more badass. And then you know Angel. Well, I still think Buffy's more badass than Angel, just because Angel's not really a badass unless he's evil. Yeah, he's kind of a a toned down he's, badass. Yeah, he's he the, used to be badass. He's he's like on the verge of being too broody before it heads into Vampire Diaries territory or some shit like that, or, Twi- or Twilight, <laughs> where everything is oh god, Toilet. oh no, yeah. woe, woe is, is woe me, me <laughs> and my immortality. Shut up, get over it. I'll end it for you. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, and then by the third, yeah, their third show probably is maybe, well, I don't know that I would say Firefly is more beloved than Buffy is, but it didn't, but it's more like, but it's, it's different for fans of that show because it wasn't done. Buffy ended on its own terms. Yeah. Buffy was completed. Firefly just kind well, of finished. Well, Buffy was completed because Sarah Michelle Gellar was done with it. <laughs> but they still, you know, on their own terms, finished, figured out a way to end it. They're, you know, redoing the season. Now they're doing season nine in comics. They did eight already, and now they're on nine. So that's just like Joss Whedon wanting to continue it. You know, kind of the first character he really created. I don't know if he created any characters for Roseanne when he was writing on it. I mean, Buffy was his first show. Show Roseanne Barr. You didn't? Yes, he created Roseanne Barr <laughs> in a, in a lab. Why? He's like, let me find the most uh, the most grotesque woman I can possibly create. I put her in a sitcom. No, but he he wrote on Roseanne. So he did. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe he was the one in charge of making the giving Tom Arnold a character. I don't know. <laughs> or or making uh, Martin Mull gay. I don't know. Make these guys work. <laughs> Martin Mull's just not really working. He's just sort of the asshole boss. We need to do something with him. Uh, make him gay. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait. This Joss in the back of the writer's room. <laughs> Ding! I got it. Let's make... Let's make him gay. (laughs) 
I guess we don't really have any gay characters. And then all of a sudden, the gay characters came out of the woodwork. Yes. All of a sudden, every, ha- open. yeah. All of a sudden, half the cast is gay. Sandra Bernhardt shows up. Never a gayer woman has there ever been. How much uh, of a woman? Wasn't Tony Curtis showed up and remarkably didn't play a gay man, but he was a dance instructor. Same thing. But regardless, um, but then you know as. I'm sure people love Felicity somewhere. And Alias is still my favorite of his shows. Uh, at least as far as the Abrams shows. Um, Lost is the most respected or whatever. Most universally beloved show of his. Beloved and hated. <laughs> you're the only one. I'm convinced, no, I just, I, I'm convinced I'm pretty... you're the only one who doesn't like it. I'm pretty neutral on the show itself. I mean, it, I can understand because especially if you don't watch it from the beginning, it's really fucking difficult. But I just think that that fans of the show loved it and hated it. They're like, I'm trying to understand what's going on and it's captivating, but I don't know what's going on. I just took it for what it was at the end where like, I was frustrated about it for a couple of days. I think. Everybody's trying to solve some puzzle and I don't think there was a puzzle to solve. No, there was, but they told you we're not going to give everything to you yeah so it's pretty much uh, and that's fine you choose your own adventure here and that's fine people people hated the angel finale and the sopranos finale well the sopranos finale sucks (laughs) that's not a ooh. guess what happens no because you want if for a guy like that you either want comeuppance or i mean because there's a lot to hate about tony soprano yeah i mean I, yeah, he's the main character, and sometimes you sort of feel like, oh, yeah, he's kind of an okay guy anyway. But at the end of the day, you sort of know he's a prick. Yeah. So, Push comes a shove. <laughs> so, yeah, you want to either see him get get arrested, killed, whatever. He's not really the guy that you want to be hanging out with. Or even throw a twist in there where, like, Meadow gets killed. You know, something. Not just this, not especially not to Journey. Don't do that to me. The wheel in the sky keeps on turning. Wasn't that song, though? <laughs> it was the fucking song we already had heard too much of, thanks to the Black, uh, White Sox winning the World Series. Don't Stop believing. That was their fucking theme song. Well, I did. I stopped. I gave up. That sh- I, I never want to see that show again. The Sopranos? Yeah. At all? Any of it? Nope. Maybe a clip. Never a whole, ep- <laughs> never a whole episode. What the fuck's that supposed to mean? Never a whole episode. I'll, although I'll watch Lilyhammer forever, as long as that show wants to, as long as Netflix wants to keep making that show, I'll keep watching that. I still haven't watched that. You know why? Because Silvio was dead and had nothing to do with that finale. Spoiler. In case you haven't seen Sopranos. Ever, if you haven't by now, you're not going to. So. Yeah, there's a lot to catch up on. I don't see how you've avoided it this long and and still wonder when you're going to see it. Um, but yeah, people hated the Angel finale. But it's and and you know it sort of it feels sort of shit, like a punch in the gut at first, and then you're like, and then once I once I sort of heard it explained, kind of like yeah, and, and I mean and once you once you understand well not even explained. But just you sort of remember the 
the mission statement of the show, which is redemption, and that it never. And hell, Angel says it as much. Like you never get, you never run out of chances to try and make up for what, for what you've done wrong. And and everybody in that alley at the end did some wrong and you know, feel the need to try and make make thing make up for it. Mm-hmm. And it never ends for them. That fight never ends until they're dead. So that's fine if we, of course, again in the comics we find out that some of them survive and. Ah, the ones you'd expect. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't follow the comics, but, but I mean, I thought the show ended uh, appropriately, at least. Yeah, I mean, it's not satisfying, but it, but it's, it is, yeah, appropriate is probably the best word. Um, but yeah, I mean, Super Eight was aside from that opening thing, like to sort of, I just made how many how many comparisons and how they're similar. The Super 8, for the most part, is just, is an enjoyable movie. And that was, I hadn't, that was the last movie I saw before I went in for surgery in the theater. And, you know, I, like I said, I, I, I try to see only good movies. I try not to waste my money if I'm going, going out to watch. Yeah. Didn't go see Green Lantern. Rented it for forty cents. Worth it? I I, I want fifty cents back. <laughs> I at least want a gumball. Not even to chew on. I just want it so that I feel like I got something out of that. So I also because I also fell asleep during that, and I slept through so much of it. And, and you can probably help me with this. As far as I know, Sinestro has 30 seconds of screen time. That's how much I saw. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of screen time. I saw him at the beginning, and then all of a sudden he's like, all right, let's go fight some shit or something. Oh, no, it was at the end where he's standing with Hal Jordan with the Guardians. I can't see. I can't call spoiler on any of this because I don't know. I don't. I, don't, he, I didn't see shit. He is the one that sort of received Hal Jordan. And I didn't even finish, like, because I guess there was an after credits thing where he comes face-to-face with Parallax or what, or not, not even Parallax, the uh, where he gets the yellow ring or something. Yeah. I said, fuck, I, don't, I didn't know that was there. Mm-hmm. I probably would have finished it if I would have known that was there. But I was like, this is retarded. Yeah, I just turned it off. It's pretty much the the yellow ring comes into his possession. Spoiler, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, as far as his screen time, he talks to Hal Jordan briefly, like at the beginning of where he gets trained, or you know, brought into the Green Lantern sort of society, and uh, then goes after they find out about Parallax and and asks, you know, can we take the fight to Parallax? And they're kind of like, mm, you guys don't know what you're dealing with. <laughs> I'm guessing Sinestro's like, stop being a pussy. Yeah. So he wants to take the fight anyway. That sounds like him. Um, but then it ends up, you know, Hal Jordan is the one that ends up taking on Parallax and seemingly beating Parallax. And that was pretty much it. Does Parallax inhabit him at all? Like, possess him? Hal Jordan? Yeah. No. How does How was Parallax defeated? 
He was, um... I love that I'm using this as the forum to find out he, what the fuck happened in that movie. He... Hal Jordan took Green Lantern, took Parallax. Is he... Oh, so he's in Hector Hammond's head now? Is that what's going on? With Parallax? Yeah. He Are, was, yeah. Parallax is in Hector Hammond's head? Yes. Because, um, he... He... He got into him when he was doing the autopsy... On, right on the previous lantern on uh Abinsur. yes and then uh and then you know so sort of manifests himself and uh and eventually just comes out and starts destroying shit uh and they're like well, what the fuck are we gonna do and uh hell jordan for some reason what are we gonna do hell i don't i don't remember where it came up in the movie but they're like oh sun's gravitational field is so strong so what he did was he took him towards the sun and let the sun pull him in and he narrowly escaped being pulled into the sun himself. That's shitty. <laughs> I don't know. Couldn't have just taken it out of the comics and stuck him in the central power battery. Nope. 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 Didn't want to drag him all the way back to OA. Nope. Everything's got to... Nope. Okay. Well, definitely glad I didn't watch it. Well, I guess I did, but I heard it. I heard it but i didn't watch it so i guess that you know i was thinking about getting rosetta stone and trying to listen to it while i'm sleeping and maybe learn it apparently that can't happen because i didn't i didn't even process what happened in greenland <laughs> maybe because i had headphones it. on maybe you just rejected it my mind deemed it useless information <laughs> when is that ever, when i'm awake it has no problem remembering every useless thing it can <laughs> it can possibly fit in there it dumped the cachet <laughs> when, yeah when i'm sleeping it gets rid of all the temporary uh temporary brain files that i <laughs> that i once knew that were helpful <laughs> but doesn't retain new ones um so yeah i mean then i you know the movie i saw before avengers was young adult which we've discussed not on here but elsewhere and how, I mean, you agree it's a really good movie, but you, but you have that distinction where it's like you don't enjoy it, even though it's good. Yeah. And I and I can understand that with some with something. I, I guess it's a different way I sort of look at it, where I where I think like a. Like, like certain bands or whatever, or like like certain groups, I don't. I can hear why some people like them, but I will never like them, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's good. Yeah, but that's my opinion. I don't know that I've ever. Well, I had to have said, "Well, this is good," but I don't like it. I've said this is good, but I will never feel the need to watch or listen to it again. I feel that way about several movies. I mean. Young Adult was, it's one of those things where, I mean, I, the the acting was good. The characters were, were well, well-defined, well-developed, but uh, Charlize Theron's character is just the kind of, the kind of person that I would not want to be around at all in my daily life. And for that reason, I was sort of turned off by, by her in the movie. And was just like, I don't want to watch her anymore. But again, it's, it's a movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean that's that's the whole purpose of the movie is to watch something that, you know, gives you some sort of entertainment. But it's not entertaining to me to watch that sort of person. So, well, to me, the entertainment comes from the reactions that the reactions of, of the people who are dealing with her okay <laughs> uh, i mean I, I i was entertained and i enjoyed the movie i mean I, Patton oswald's in it if it's not magnolia i will watch it i think Patton oswald was the best part of that movie Patton oswald's the best of almost everything he was not the best part of dollhouse I barely even remember that he was. Oh in wait, that. I forgot. There, I forgot to mention Dollhouse. So we go Felicity versus Buffy, Alias versus Angel, Firefly versus Lost, and then Fringe, I guess, versus Dollhouse. Still not seen Fringe. Neither have I. Pacey. Don't exactly. If it were on Netflix, I'd try it. Granted. There's, <laughs> I know a bunch of people who have it on DVD. I can borrow it whenever I want. But that's effort. Yep. If it's on Netflix, like you said, with uh, with Turd Push, <laughs> it's there's no effort. Like it's just like it's a couple couple of clicks and I'm done. But so that's what I would do, and at least then I could just you know a couple episodes. And that's how it is with it. And I like I like Netflix for the television shows. I don't even watch movies on there anymore. Yeah. I mean, as far as movies go, Netflix does not have the best selection of movies, especially not new movies. But movies in general, I'm almost fed up with the art form. Because I don't like I don't like stories that are done in an hour or an hour and a half. I want 12 episodes to to tell a story. But that again, is why is why avengers is i mean it was the most fun i'd had going to a movie theater in a long time and not because i went there during the fan screening and all those idiots dressed up and making noise no that was irritating and the 3d thing, i didn't care sheer enjoyment of just a film Two hours and twenty some odd minutes, just, just pure enjoyment. I got, I hung on every word. How silly! But you know, I watched it. I mean, again, if even if they wouldn't have had all of these movies, or Iron Man, or you know, Robert Downey Jr. changed my thoughts about Iron Man, or you know, Thor actually being good. Um, I know. Ne- if it, all they would have had to say is, say is written and directed by Joss Whedon, and I wouldn't have cared if it would have been uh, Owen Wilson as Captain America. <laughs> uh, okay, I would have cared. But I still would have seen it. Maybe against my better wish. Patton Oswalt is the Hulk? That could have been a thing. <laughs> Maybe it's Bruce Banner is a chubby midget. <laughs> Yeah, uh, or he could have been one of the midgets who work in the uh, in the weapon factory in Asgard. They had midgets in there. No, not in the movie. But they have like forgers, not not people who 
forged documents. I'm, I'm picturing the Thor. We made you a on the Death Star where uh, where Chewbacca picked out C-3PO. <laughs> Those little boar face guys that he was oh, stealing yeah. parts of 3PO from. No, these are like just just dwarves. <laughs> no, not the pig faces. <laughs> um. So, yeah, as it as if um, I've already seen it twice in the theater. I'm I'm going from viewing experience. I'm going down quality every time I I see it now. Started with the 3D, saw it in 2D. I think maybe if I see it in the theater again, I'm seeing it at a dollar show or whatever, smaller screen. And then, you know, so I can. So I can scale it, you know, where I'm ever scaling it down to the point where I can watch it on a, an actual television. You want to ease yourself into that? Yeah, <laughs> because it's just so fucking big. Like, it's, I mean, honestly, I, I it, this, it, it awoke something sort of in me where I was like, you know, I'm never enthusiastic about anything. I just don't give it, don't give a shit about most things. About you know, movie's about to start. I'm sort of feeling it a little bit. Five minutes into it, I'm like, I'm hooked, and I never want it to end. It still plays in my head. Um, but now you know, as of today, the countdown is on for when I can have this in my home. Um, so where? Let's see. Yeah, so September 25th is when The Avengers comes to home video. You still call it home video? It is still video. They're calling it home media on here. Um, we'll hit Blu-ray and DVD. Don't buy this on DVD. Get a, If you have an HDTV, I don't even have an HDTV, but I watch Blu-ray on my because I have the PlayStation 3. One day I will get that HDTV. And then I will, I'll probably get it when oh, September 25th or right around then because usually that's because, when it's priced to move too. Well, cause by then I'm going to need events uh, because Avengers, I can't, I'm not going to watch this on, I'm not going to watch this in, on a scaled down t- or just a turd TV. It'll be a turd HD TV, but it'll still be <laughs> HD TV. H turd. <laughs> HT high def turd vision. Wow, it's really clear. Well, apparently I can only watch Chris Evans movies. Oh, perfect, because <laughs> he's in the Avengers. That works out. Um four disc Blu-ray DVD pack. Yeah, why do they do that? What the, the the DVD pack? Yeah, like in case you want to watch it on your computer. Because that's about all I've done. Cause well, I, cause some I, of them have those new the digital copies for your computer. Yeah, but at the same time, it, it, that digital copy disc also serves as a DVD. Well, it's so why the space. F- so why the fuck are you even putting it on your computer? Why are you wasting your hard drive space? Maybe. I mean, I took the digital copy and downloaded the Hobo with a Shotgun because after watching it, I'm like, I don't want to own this anymore. So I think I'd rather just... Some people have, you know, those huge hard drives and nothing else to put on them. 
look into porn. <laughs> You'll probably get more enjoyment out of it than digital copies of the time traveler's wife or something like that. I just thought of the dumbest movie I could think of. Yeah. I didn't even do myself a service there because I'm sure I could have thought of a waste dumber movie than that. Every romantic comedy with Rachel McAdams. I was going to say, I haven't seen any of those, but I saw Wedding Crashers. I can't really. don't know if that counts. Anyway. Uh, yeah, four-disc pack includes audio commentary by Joss Whedon, loads of deleted scenes, including alternate ending. Where I'm pres- not Well, I mean... In, in this one, they all lose. In, <laughs> so, I mean, based on the fact that there is an Iron Man 3, you know Iron Man doesn't die at the end. <laughs> the portal closed before he came through with the bomb. Or Hulk doesn't scream at him to wake him up. Uh, let's see. Featurettes and much more. Additionally, a 10-disc Blu-ray superset is also apparently being planned. Um, they don't have any detail on what the 10-disc is, but somebody sent me a, a message saying um, probably he's going to have all the movies leading up to. Yeah, you know, when... When they have editions of something that has so many discs, I'm always like, how much shit could you possibly have for a movie? But well, I'm actually well, I'm interested th- in well, what like, they might have for this. Well, like four discs is like, that's already two discs excessive. Yeah. So, I mean, I do I even have a three disc thing? I don't know if Star Trek is three disc. You have that? Yeah. Wow. Abrams. Yeah. I don't watch Fringe though. But you never. I really... did watch Alcatraz. Did you ever watch Star Trek before that? Any of them? Yeah. yeah. They suck. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, I like the. Movie. I mean, Wrath of Khan is okay. Well, I'm not even talking about the movies. I'm talking about the the TV shows. Oh, the, it sucked. Yeah. I don't think I never watched one full episode of Next Generation. Never saw more than five minutes of any uh, Enterprise. What about the original? I'm sure I watched a couple of episodes as a kid. And even then probably thought I was retarded. Yeah, I never really had a lot of love for Star Trek, but the J.J. Abrams movie was great. Well, see, and that's, it was kind of like, you know, Pulp Fiction, they're like, well, are you an Elvis or Beatles fan? I think is what it said. The line from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. That's easy. I don't. I don't understand why anyone likes Elvis. But um, I sort of felt like it yeah, growing up, or as soon as I heard that, it was kind of like yeah, or like as a kid thinking, you either like Star Wars or Star Trek. Yeah, I guess. And and yeah, I don't ever need to see Star Wars again. Any of them. Could it, and but I ha, I don't feel like I've turned that corner where like where I've changed my mind. Uh, I don't feel like like well, now it's Star Trek. Yeah, I'm not gonna ever watch the Star Star Trek show any of the shows. If if it's a movie that J.J. Abrams is is directing, that I'm watching. 
Because he even made Mission Impossible 3 good. That was good. Exactly. So you see, the guy knows what the fuck he's doing. And and they're seeing, like, these mega blockbusters, like, dudes from TV know what the f- know about story. Um, but here's the rundown of the the four disc. Oh, apparently, uh, Joss Whedon did reveal that there are there's a half an hour of deleted scenes, and so there's stuff where uh, Captain America reunites with old Peggy Carter. Is she the British woman from Captain America? Well, that was the girl that he was holding out for, wasn't it? Like, yeah, I think so. I don't remember her name being Peggy Carter, but I don't remember what her name was. Again, I was probably asleep. <laughs> um, so yeah, but in the in the no, I guess it was in the Captain America movie. I was gonna say in Avengers, didn't he go and try to visit her? But but I think that was in the original movie. Whatever. In the Captain America movie. Right. Again. Sleep. Uh, let's see. So yeah, audio commentary by Joss Whedon. Marvel one shot. Item 47. Just item 47. So it's probably like the thing for Thor. You never saw it? Did you ever watch the special features on Thor? There's a, there's a short little uh thing called uh what they call it i only saw thor in the theater they called it the consultant where it's just like agent colson is trying to get a whoever the dude who was the general from uh incredible hulk he's trying to get him to hand abomination over to them or something like that they want him in shield custody or something. or no they were talking about getting him for the avengers because they wasn't they weren't sure that they because the people in you know that agency that's talking to nick fury they want abomination because they think banners they just don't want banner so so they're t- trying to talk to this general so they send uh they send tony stark to talk to him they purposely send him because they know that he'll irritate him and he'll never say yes. <laughs> so I guess there's another thing like that. Uh, gag reel, half hour of deleted scenes, alternate <laughs> opening. The Avengers gag reel. <laughs> Let's see. Well, they have actually tell you what all the deleted scenes are. Alternate ending, featurettes, blah, 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 Soundgarden music video for a song that doesn't really sound like a Soundgarden song. It played at the end of the movie. Wasn't good. Sounds like a Chris Cornell solo song. Is it a new Soundgarden? Yeah, so it's not good. Um... Was there anything from the movie that uh, that you found confusing, or were like wondering, well, what the fuck, like that, you, like something you didn't know about, or other than some of the stuff that was going on off off of Earth? Not really. I mean, there were characters that that were there that I just didn't know who they were. Yeah, I I, I admit it, I didn't know that we were going into space this early because yeah. i know that they want 
to have uh, like the I guess he's executive vice president of Marvel Studios or, or he want he he really wants to have some sort of sto- some sort of movie in space. So that's why I wanted to write Ms. Marvel cuz I know she's up in space with the Kree and the whatever. That's right, I'm writing it. It's never going to happen cuz I realized after watching Avengers she can't have her own movie. She's not enough. No, I kind of feel like she should be in Iron Man 3 or 4. But I I know that I think they're already bringing back Scarlett Johansson for Iron Man 3. So, got it. So, 4. Or, don't really see how she fits in with anyone else. But, um, yeah, the Shatari, they're, uh, like terrorist aliens. That's the vibe I got from them. That was about all I got. And questions about the next villain. Spoiler. Do I have questions about him? Like, who the fuck is he? Wasn't it Thanos? Yeah. I didn't know that at first. I've since done research. Really, the the biggest reason that I know who Thanos is is because I had one of his cards when I was younger. I never really followed his story. It was like, yeah, like any of the shit that go that went on, like in space, be it the Shi'ars, the Kree, the Skrulls, the the Skrulls. I only know from the Secret Invasion shit. That's because it was kind of hard to avoid when they weren't in space anymore. Um, yeah, the the sh- like all the stuff with the X Men and the space stuff. I didn't, no, whatever. But there's a whole other thing going on up there and Thanos I just looked at like whenever I don't know who the hell a character is I sort of look him up and try and compare him to a DC character or vice versa who I know who the hell they are mm-hmm. like oh so he's Marvel's dark side not like the dark side of Marvel the, yeah. the villain from... I don't know dark side but that's what I gathered from what you said that there is a character dark side I mean, you never watch any of the animated stuff with Dark Dark Side. It's pretty sweet. If it's on Netflix, you should check out. Uh, what is it? Superman, Batman. Can't remember if it's just called Supergirl or something about. I don't remember. It's kind of the story of Supergirl and Dark Side takes her hostage and whatnot. It's pretty good. Summer Glau is Supergirl. As a voice? Yes. Okay. No, she's the one live action part. <laughs> you just have her over an animated world. <laughs> it's a little off-putting. Kind of like Brad Pitt and Cool World. <laughs> yeah, it, more like Roger Rabbit, maybe. Because it's actually kind of good. But, yeah, Cool uh, World was, uh, was another one of those turd pushes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah... Uh, so I, I ended up doing some research on him and it's just like, okay, I get it. And, 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 you know, when the movie I saw it the second time, I saw it with, with Joe who, you know, I admit, I didn't, I didn't start really reading comics until like towards the end of high school. So I was really late getting into it while other people are getting out of it. That seems to be how I normally am. Like people don't want to do it anymore. Oh, now I'm in. (laughs) Oh, you're out. All right, cool. It's not cool anymore. Yeah. 
excellent. I'm, I'm counterculture. So so yeah. So my my knowledge base is is less. I mean I I've read a lot more comics in the last five years and or whatever than you know most people I know. So I know a lot about what's sort of happening now, but I don't read a lot of older stuff. Um, so I had, you know, I had no idea who the fuck this guy this was. The first time I saw it, I just heard somebody behind me go, "It's Thanos." I'm like, who? That name sounds familiar. And I didn't sort of know it from just knowing about certain storylines and whatever. And then I looked it up. Like, oh yeah, that dude. I have no idea what he's about at all. And then, you know, I saw it the second time with Joe, who hasn't probably read a comic book since I started reading comic books. Because we used to go to a comic store, but that was when he was still playing D&D. Sorry, Joe, I just outed you as a dick. <laughs> I'm laughing at you, Joe. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and I would go and just, like, pick up Spawn or whatever. And, uh, so, but he was like, hey, and everybody says it differently, too, apparently. He said he calls it Thanos. So I'm like, is he, is he Greek? I, I never really discussed him, that character, with anyone, so I just assumed it was Thanos. Yeah. So, but he was like, hey, isn't that, he's like, I, I asked him, like, you know who that is? He's like, yeah, isn't that Thanos? I'm like, what the fuck? Why does everybody know who this is but me? <laughs> you and that other dude in the theater. You and that whispering Nancy behind me. <laughs> so, I mean, you have to find somebody badass enough to take on the whole group. So, Parallax. <laughs> we can do a you, cross universe thing and destroy Hell Jordan, or or the Ryan Reynolds Hell Jordan. Well, Parallax would have to. Right. Par- Parallax should sort of, you know, they'll have the Phoenix free well, what, Parallax no, what from they, the sun. What they ought to do with, with Green Lantern is because you know there are other Green Lanterns and there are other Green Lanterns for Earth or that you know Sector twenty eight fourteen. Don't think whatever it is, and uh, you know there's John Stewart, not Daily Show John Stewart, but the black one. That's who I was thinking of. <laughs> And then there, there was another one later on. So I mean, killing Hal Jordan, no big deal. There's other ones who there people who replaced him. So there you go, perfect Ryan Reynolds exit strategy. So you gotta get Parallax to infect him, and then is I don't know if you know this. Just talking about Ryan Reynolds just uh, made me think. Do of we it. have to? <laughs> but do you know is. Is Deadpool still getting his own movie? Apparently, the script for Deadpool is amazing. I don't know if they're trying to work out when Ryan Reynolds would be able to do it, or I think a lot of it is rating because it's kind of filthy. And Deadpool I guess that, is not, but I think a good character. No, but I <laughs> no, I mean like just like dialogue wise, it's just not. It's a dirty fucking thing and well, they should make it a lower budget armor. No, but I mean but you're talking about now that Disney had Avengers was the first Disney distributed Marvel movie. And they and I I don't know that they own 
I don't know that that's necessarily a Marvel-owned movie property at this point. Because it might fall under whoever owns the uh, rights to X-Men. But, I mean, I don't know if Disney has a problem with it. But, the, you know, that's not like any of them have been R. Because like, even Pun- Punisher, they toned down the PG-13. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. They're just there's probably a lot of stuff that they're looking to cut that they don't really that you know nobody wants to cut. Is there issue with making our movies the limited revenue that they can get from it? Yeah. Or... Because you're talking about. I mean. Yeah, because I mean, kids see oh, it's a superhero movie. I want to see that. Well, they can't. I mean, their parents could bring them, but the parents are a little less likely to bring their kids. Call it something else, and don't advertise it as Deadpool. Then no one's gonna see it. I want so to so your so your counter your 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 solution to oh we're worried about dwindling revenue, or or losing revenue. Well, I got an idea. Why don't we just hide the movie entirely so that no one can see it? <laughs> Give it a shoestring budget. No, <laughs> you're talking about a guy who gets riddled with bullets. And and regenerates. Did you see RoboCop? <laughs> it's a guy wearing a tin can. Yep. Shit's bouncing off of him. Not before he was RoboCop. Yeah. But he also didn't grow back. No. But he got shot up to shit. Yes, but it's easier to have a bunch of exploding die packs than it is to CGI healing skin. Yeah, they've done it with Wolverine. And how much did those movies cost? For me to see? (laughs) Yeah, those are big budget movies. That's probably the other thing. How do you justify Deadpool? Because Deadpool's not really... He's not a marquee name. They could have, They should do X Force movie. At least you got Wolverine in there. And you have uh, Angel. Not from Buffy. Angel. No. But uh, but yeah, you remember Angel from the X Men, right? Yes. <laughs> Although I think he. Well, yeah, he's fully Archangel at this. I guess at some point. Well, that looks really gay. Huh. <laughs> that looked really gay. What did? Angel. In, in, uh... Oh, from Last Stand? Yeah. Yeah. That is true. That guy who played Angel, good actor. Yeah, he is good. What's his name, Ben? Ben Forster. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, looked really uh, gay. Also in, in a Punisher movie. Yes. See, he's just has bad, he has bad luck. Ray Stevenson bought his way into Thor, at least. Did you see the mechanic? I don't think you would have seen that, but... No, I don't see any of the Jason Statham car movies. Okay. Well, this one wasn't actually about a car, but... Well, he's the mechanic, but and he's he... also the transporter. Later, he's the... the you know, shown fixing his car from the transporter. <laughs> then, then he's the, you know, the buffer. The buffer? Yeah, because he's buffer a car oh 
the buff the, the car. detailer. Yeah, the detail, <laughs> the detailer, the, the detailer, the oil change specialist. But Ben Foster was in the mechanic, and his character in the mechanic was pretty good. I actually fell asleep when I saw the mechanic, but I didn't really see the part where Ben Foster actually became involved in the movie. The last time I saw a movie with Jason Statham that I didn't fall asleep was The Expendables. And that's because there was a shit blowing up constantly, so I couldn't. It was too loud. Because yeah. whatever that last movie he did with um, Guy Ritchie. I don't even remember. We watched it here, but it's fucking terrible. Yeah, I pretty much stopped watching Jason Statham movies, I think, after... Uh, what was that... What was that m- movie where he was in prison? They made him Death Race. Death Race. Yes. How, how, how could I? Forget and they that? made him suck Michael Clark Duncan's dick. Oh, that didn't actually happen. Michael Clark Duncan wasn't even in that movie. I know. <laughs> I was thinking of Death Race Green Mile two thousand. <laughs> Thanks, boss. Green Race two thousand, where they're riding in electric cars. Yeah. Ed Bagley Jr. is running a generator attached to a bicycle (laughs) and chiding Bill Nye for his solar panels. Ah, gotta watch that show. I don't know what the hell it's even called, though. What, Bill Nye? Uh, Ed Bagley Jr. Oh. Where he's all trying to be green, and then Bill Nye, like, hey, check this out. And he has something, you know, more. energy efficient and I Bagley Jr. just gets pissed because <laughs> it's just like he's upper. always trying to show me up <laughs> it's a one-upper uh, so yeah I don't think so yeah I, I mean basically the Avengers just overall like just the most I guess fun experience I ever had and then when we saw I, I, it sort of made things in general more fun I'm a better person thinking about the Avengers all the time because I had a lot of fun going to see Rammstein a couple weeks ago. Probably wouldn't have normally. Everything. It's it's like being being on drugs. Everything's better. I mean, granted, I have the stomach thing that's going right now, so that's not feeling too good. But keeping my mind right. Avengers centric. That's pretty much it. Avengers <laughs> has fixed my life. That's that's strong advertisement. As if a movie that is that has passed the billion dollar mark worldwide needed my endorsement. Oh, you can get those stragglers out there that are that need a pick Yo, what up. the fuck? <laughs> all all thirteen listeners of this podcast. Apparently, even though you you like it on Facebook, you're not actually listening because this fucker right across from me didn't even <laughs> can't even doesn't even remember. You would remember hearing about two chicks making a dude drink piss. I would, I would. So that's your homework. I gotta brush and, it up. And you're and you're and you're not coming back for a third episode until you catch up. There's three episodes for Christ's sake. Yeah. Four now. And this is the longest one yet. We're closing in on two hours. I'm in half of them. <laughs> You're in half of them, and you'll you will have l- way more 
You have almost as much time on this podcast as I do. That's not really possible because I'm the only constant. But nonetheless. Um, let me get your thoughts on this, though. My next podcast planned. Uh, we're going to start doing a, a segment, or not even a segment, just entire episodes that are, uh, I guess... What are riff tracks exactly? Is that when people watch movies and a riff track? Yeah, is that when people watch movies and talk over them, like Mystery Science Theater, something like I that? I guess. I never. Well, you know really what? Thought of what the name of it was. I don't know. Well, apparently somebody does those. Well, damn it! I want to do it. So no, it's not an original idea. But we're gonna try and find movies that are retarded and no one's ever done commentaries for. Uh, so uh, I thought we were gonna do the. The Beavis and Butthead riff track. <laughs> no, no, you, no, you're not allowed. You're, you're out. Okay. For now, you have to catch up. But the next one, I'm not entirely sure when we're gonna do it, but we'll be fairly soon. The, uh, the, and and the DVD itself doesn't have one, so that's why I feel like somebody has to. So hopefully, the next podcast will be the. D- DVD uh, audio commentary to Flight of the Navigator. <laughs> uh, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> I mean, just that just I just find that sad. Nobody wants to talk about this movie who had anything to do with it. They don't. Apparently, why not? You know what? I bet you D. Snyder, although not in the movie, <laughs> Twisted Sister being on the soundtrack. <laughs> They're not actually. What? I looked oh, up. I looked up the soundtrack, and there, was. I haven't seen the movie. It's, in so it's long, just but... the. It's just the score. Uh, there's no. There's no rock. You know. There's no. Uh, you know. No popular music separate soundtrack. It's all score. Okay. I know it's sad, right? Yeah. Cause that. Cause all I think about in that movie is. No, you know what? Next podcast. So. That's uh, what we can look forward to next time. Uh, To end the show today, in honor of the Avengers, I'm going to play a song that has nothing to do with the Avengers. But it's by a band from San Francisco called the Avengers. And uh, it is called the American and Me. And what's more American than the Avengers? Uh, Captain America. Specifically, Captain America. (laughs) All right. Until next time, I am Dave. You are? I am Hablo. Ah, Hablo. (laughs) And uh, this was Tipping Sacred Cows. See ya. You can do for your country, but your country been doing.